Welcome to Voices, a podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. Hi, this is Jeff Krakoff. Today I'm with Dr. Matt McKinley, Assistant Superintendent of Secondary Instruction at Seneca Valley. Matt, thanks for joining us today. That's my pleasure. So what's, let me just ask a big broad question as, as we're still in, in the COVID-19 pandemic and people are starting to look forward to the next year for grade seven through 12, which is secondary, what's, what's coming around the pike for folks? Well, it, you know, it, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. It's, we don't know what the future holds. And, and so we're trying to plan for everything and, and, we, uh, we are still moving forward with a lot of the projects that we had. So we do have some new courses that we're going to highlight. Uh, we have some new business courses that we're excited about offering. One specifically is personal finance too. And of course that will be a continuation of personal finance one, many of the topics that we discussed there. And we are, uh, you know, we're going to go deeper into credit and borrowing and investing and things, topics like that. So uh, we're excited to offer that course. And, and uh, it's always been my opinion that students and adults could all use more uh, information in the area of personal finance. So we're excited to offer that. Um, in addition, we're, we're going to be uh, offering a new course. Back in August, we had a group of students come to present alumni and they were asking for us to start an African-American history course. Mm -hmm. And they want us to mandate it for every student to take. So we've had much discussion back and forth. They've been great to work with. Uh, I brought it to, in October, brought it to our social studies department and, and asked for somebody if they were willing to step forward and be a champion to create this course, write this course, and, and hopefully teach this course. Mm -hmm. And I did about two minutes after the curriculum meeting ended, I had somebody email me from that meeting and say, yeah, I'd be very happy to, to dive into this. So uh, we are offering a course, it's gonna be called Diverse Voices in US History. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's an elective, it will be an elective for next year, it'll be a semester course. And we're looking at just seeing what the response is gonna be from the students as they, as they sign up for it. Uh, we're gonna be looking at, at four different groups, uh, of, of, with backgrounds uh, with uh, American Indian, with African Americans, Asian Americans, and, and uh, uh, Chicano or Mexican Americans, mm -hmm. um, and spending time on each of those groups, and, and really having hopefully the students will learn more about who they are, uh, how they maintain their own cultural identity, the triumphs and struggles that each group uh, may have been going through, uh, contributions to American life will be another theme. And then one thing we want to try and do throughout the course is tie in contemporary issues. Um, that's, that's just been huge. And, and hopefully we're doing that in a lot of our social studies classes, but this course will really lend itself for that. So, so we're real excited about offering that for our students for next year. Will that be available for what grades? That will be available for grades 11 and 12. Okay. Um, we're going to start there. And again, just see how the signups go and, and uh, the volume and, and move from there then. Okay. So how, how do you th see things changing with a course offering? Just again, getting back to the world we live in today with the mix of remote in-class learning, the idea of synchronous versus asynchronous. Yeah, we've learned a lot over, over the course of months and, and teachers have come so far with their efforts in technology 
and in virtual learning. And uh, we have something we call live streaming. And that's where teachers have students in front of them, hopefully in, in our cohort model that we're in now, and then students online and virtually attending the class. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's been difficult for teachers to make that adjustment, but I think we've made great gains in that. So as we look ahead towards next year, we want to take the things that we've gained and, and hopefully be able to offer a new model for our students uh, in synchronous learning. And, and what we're going to do right now, we have a very robust uh, Seneca Valley Academy of Choice. That's our cyber program, but it's completely asynchronous at this time. Mm -hmm. What we'd like to do is offer another branch of that, which would be synchronous. And we're going to start small with, uh, and I can't even tell you right now how many classes, but we're, we're going to start small and let it grow uh, you know, organically and year to year as that happens. So uh, we're, we're really excited about that. In those synchronous courses, we're going to have the teacher will just have students online virtually. They won't have any students in front of them. We found that having that dual platform, so to speak, has been difficult for teachers to, yeah. to, to manage uh, kids in front of them and kids on the screen. And so we want to just give them the one platform, the virtual platform, and, and learn and grow from that. So, so that's in the plans as well. Okay. And if that's a, a discipline area that lends itself to remote online, that, that would be it. So let's talk about timing. You know, when will registration take place for secondary students? So right now, our teachers are in the process of making recommendations uh, throughout the month of February, and then beginning in March, um, specifically March 4th through the 12th, we're going to be opening up uh, online the registration tool to our parents and students and allowing them to make the choices for the next year. So it, it's coming up rather quickly. Okay. So I'm a parent, I'm a student, I wanna see what the offerings are. I understand there are some, some changes that have been made to the program of studies um, that, that's on the website. Let's talk about what those are. Sure, yeah, we have an amazing IT department and I went to them with a vision maybe eight years ago to create a program of studies online. And uh, they made it very intuitive in that the, the problem as I see it is we just have so much content, so many courses, it just became too much to, to navigate. And so I went back to them uh, a few months ago and said, is there any way we could streamline this and just make it more user friendly for the parents, for the students, even for myself? And so we've offered, uh, they created some filters in there. So it has a much neater streamlined look. Um, I think it's very intuitive that, that parents and students can use it. Um, we have a lot of additional information, for instance, um, academically challenging courses. We have a list of that. We also have sequences for math and social studies, computer science, and different groups. And so those uh, are on the side as they always were, but it, it, it's kind of hidden until you hit the plus sign and then they all flow from there. So again, it's a, it's a much more streamlined look. I'm, I'm very pleased and appreciative of the work our IT department did on it. And um, I, I'm, I'm interested in getting feedback once uh, parents and students try to use it and, and hopefully uh, they'll find it much better and easier to use. All right, well, thank you so much. Lots of good info. Again, if I'm a student or a parent getting ready to take a look at the class offerings and register in March, what are some of the, the main takeaways that, that they need to think about? 
Well, we're always looking for, uh, you know, what's their area of interest? And, and we've done, uh, through our school counselors, done different uh, interest surveys and things like that. But what are they really interested in? What, in what type of learning will they really be engaged? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that would be my recommendation. Look, look towards that. Of course, there are certain mandated required courses that they have to take. But, but even through those, which ones really appeal to them? Then the second thing I'd say is if they have questions, ask an adult, ask their teacher, go to the school counselor. They have all the information. Uh, their administrators can help. And, and again, for parents to call in or email us and, and we're more than happy to help. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a great process. It's an important process, but we want people, our, our biggest thing that, that I always say is let's get the students appropriately placed mm-hmm. in those courses and then we can, they'll be able to move ahead with their learning. All right. Well, again, that's Dr. Matt McKinley. Thanks so much for joining us today. You you have a great rest of your day. Jeff, thank you very much. You also.